What's happening? It's time what? to cut. It's season two, episode 25. Man, big shout outs to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D Presents. I appreciate you, brothers. It's your host, Zylo, aka DJ Juan Dollars, like I won some money. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have an incredible special guest. She's an actress, singer, content creator, social media influencer, public speaker, brand ambassador, vintage influencer. I can keep on going. This young lady gets it going. She's busy and busy, and she's effective she progresses you know she's caring and comedic for ups and downs of life you know i love the collaboration with guilty minds the mask are a statement and you know it's a dope while feeding america like you got to be behind that she definitely has her own version of growing up with american idols and you know hannah gerard though I, how you doing i'm good how are you thank you for having me i can't complain you know it's, <laughs> it's wild you know Wild. You're in a revolutionary time. Uh, we went from being on quarantine, locked down, hungry, stomach all messed up, messed with our minds, and then reality hits, and then boom, you know, we're ready to go off. Yeah, 2020 is definitely a has has definitely arrived. That's for sure. <laughs> 2020, man. Wow. So what side what of 2020 are you on? Are you on the side of resetting 2020? Or are you on the side of just go to 2021? I'm on 2021, I think. A little bit. I'm on the reset. You know, I'm on the reset. I'm all, all about that. But, oof, man, it's been a year. I feel like, you know, Let's get a lot of things have happened. <laughs> like big things. So it's it's crazy. This year has been cool, though. Creating my masks have been cool. My collaboration with Guilty Minds. Um, that has been cool. And, you know, just designing something and then doing so well has been really kind of effective and like, wow. And then also how, on the other side of like giving back has also been great as well. You know what I mean? Of feeling like I've done something to help people. You know, what I love about Mask right now and your guys' idea with the collaboration is that you're putting a statement. You're covering our mouths. And, you know, I feel like to a degree we silence ourselves a little bit by covering our mouths. We have to put a little bit more umph. But when you have a statement that already is psychological about what's going on and how to carry yourself, it's incredible to see that. And, you know, you have to stand behind that, especially when it feeds America during such a revolutionary time. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been really cool and really interesting. Uh, I started designing them. I just thought of the idea like right when it right when we were told that we needed masks. I kind of came up with the idea and I called my friend Heather, who was brand is all about mental health and stuff like that and so I was like hey like you know I want to create masks da 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 we got them out in the next I want to say two days wow and they were ready for yeah so it was like really cool and so I was like wow this is really awesome then we got them out there um you know I'm still sending them out we we're on back order a little bit but now we're yeah so it's been really cool and then a lot of it has been giving back giving the 15 percent you know what I mean back and helping has been always it just feels good. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, when you make a difference, period, monetary, uh, just, I mean, just a statement alone makes a difference for everybody. But just the whole collective of it is amazing. And, you know, anytime you can make a difference in anything we can do in the world, you know, that just makes the point of living to, you know, to live. Yeah. And my mom just came out with a new song anymore. Or sorry, that's my song, my bad. <laughs> she just came out with a song. It's called um, Together. 
and it's really good. And she's actually wearing my masks in the, <laughs> she's actually wearing my masks in the video. So it was like really cool. Yeah. For her to put them in the video. What a way to have a brand ambassador, like a, you know, an icon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, and it's a no brainer. Like something that people always have to remember just because we have relationships, no matter what it is, it has to make sense. Like it still has to be something they like. It has to still represent their brand. You know, it's not yep. just, hey, here you go, mom, you know, just do this. And, you know, it could, you know, potentially harm your career, but no. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they have to be like, it has to, it's going to affect their brand. So they have to be, I get what you say when you say that. Yeah, 100%. So I got a quote, Hannah, and let me know how it relates to you. And, or if it doesn't, ideas to get you to talk about it. Okay. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel. I, am I love that quote. I love that quote. I love that quote. I've heard that actually a few times and that's very powerful because it's so true. Um, it's really about how, what you do to make people feel and the feelings that they have with it. So it, it, it's a really complex statement and it's very minimal words, but it's really powerful in the sense that, you know what I mean? You could remember me, you can remember me, right? but it's how you made the person feel. So that has always been kind of um, like a big impact in my mind. I've always kind of leveraged on the end of like, how am I gonna make this person feel or how do I make a person feel? So I kind of go out of my way just to make people feel either equal or just to make people laugh. You know what I mean? So I found comedy through that. And so it's been really fun and really interesting and just kind of like, kind of throwing me into this world, this digital world, all of us, I guess you'd say into this digital era is so crazy, but it's it's fun and, and I love that statement because it's so true. Do you know what I mean? Like if you meet somebody or how somebody makes you feel, it's, you could feel from music, you could feel from just content created or just getting introduced to people. You've got to remember like first impressions are kind of key. You know what I mean? And so it's <laughs> it's always good to just air caution of just, just be nice, you know, just be nice. like. Hey, well, first Period. impressions are something that doesn't have to be said, doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to take advantage of a first impression. The only thing you have to do is just, you know, be you. 100%. And from there, you know, build it. Because they're not going to worry. It's, it's so true in the statement. It's not going to worry about what you said. They're going to think about what you did. Yeah. you could talk about yourself. You could talk about the president. You could talk about the ground opening up and closing. And they won't think about until you made the ground open and close. And that made them like, wow. Yeah, like, whoa. Like, yeah, it's, it's different to make people feel. And so that's, like, very interesting. And, and a lot of people do it through music or do it through different ways and stuff like that. So... You know what I mean? Just being able to create stuff that people like is so humbling. Do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And just very, although I came up, grew up with like rock star parents, or whatever, I've always been humble. And that's what people like about me is because they taught me how to just be humble and just kind of like, you know what I mean? Just, I won't say too much or, you know, I like to let people kind of figure out. I'm not like, hi, I'm da da da. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember when Lele Pons and them found out it was about like, six seven months after working with them they're like your mom is pat benatar and i was like yeah and they're like shut the fuck up like since when <laughs> like what like you know what i mean so it's just kind of fun. it's interesting in that way because i won't like i'm not like a peacock i'm not like oh that's my front do you know yeah no big shout outs to barbara sanchez your pr because when oh, she yeah. said that i uh that she was like you know i represent hannah and i was like no way 
and you know <laughs> just between your parents is nine grammys and i'm so blown away by just that just what your mantle could look like what they choose to put up there no ascap awards over there only grammys <laughs> hardware is in that back room yeah right <laughs> yeah they're so humble though and they're so nice and just always taught me to just to kind of just be me and be my own person so that's been really cool and that's just like the icing on the cake i think that's the expression of their your parents music is being themselves and you know getting that expression out in the 80s especially it was so hard to like really express yourself and music was a good out. especially in rock and roll like you know what i mean like my mom was like the first rock and roll artist for females so it's really big you know what i mean and so that alone is like always been, you know what I mean? Always been something like me and my sister have tried different things, but just having my mom back my masks have been really cool. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's like interesting. Cause you really got to choose what, you know, you might have a relationship, but you got to choose what's going to affect your brand, you know? Absolutely. No. And it's all love when you make something that makes sense, not only to your parents and them approve it, but to the universe. 100%. And then it goes around, shoot your own back order. Like that means you're so busy <laughs> that the sales orders are, are you know, it's, you're keeping up. Like, man, the factory may have to get another machine in there. Right? I know, the fact that we might make, make deeper orders here. There you go, there you go. You guys may have to invest in another machine. <laughs> get 34 people on the line. Right? <laughs> so I gotta ask you, Hannah, did the game choose you or did you choose the game? And I know it's a challenge because, you know, you definitely grew up in an environment where you could have chose it the entire time and it was gonna choose you, but I wanna know your perspective. Mm, that's a good question. I've never been asked that question before. Um, and I like when I haven't been asked a question just because it kind of gets me thinking a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, has the game chose me or if I chose the game? Wow, that's so hard. You know what? That's so interesting. Hmm. Cause I, you know what I mean? I don't know why I'm thinking about it so hard, but it's like, that's just, I've never been asked that question and that's just kind of like opened it up for me for a second. But I would say that I chose, that I chose the game a little bit just because I would say just like how I w kind of was put into this world, whatever. I kind of made a video, I made a video. I didn't, it did whatever. I got like a, a thousand likes and I was like, wow, like, wow, that's crazy. Like I thought that was a lot. And then um, I made a, two more videos. My third video went viral and I hit 1 million views and I gained, I wanna say 500K, 500K out of nowhere. Yeah, so I just went pew like that. I woke up the next morning, I was like 500K. And then I was like, that was back when you used to go fucking viral, back when Instagram didn't mess up all your analytics. But you know, that's a whole other topic, but yeah. So that happened, and I would say, when I say I chose, I mean, I, yeah, uh, the game kind of, no, I chose the game, I would say, just because I kind of put myself out there, and then it chose me. I don't know. It's both. A little bit of both, right? Because, yeah, you have the option to choose it, and you did yeah. decide to choose it. You could have never done a video, went to college, and, you know, you could have been a publicist behind the scenes and have all these connections to all these major people. And they wouldn't, they're like, oh, how does she do that? And it's a mystery. Yeah. But you, said, you, know, you made a chance to embrace it and make a video and the world, you know, received it. Yeah, the world received it. So that was cool, you know? So what would you say was your first big, like, confirmation from, like, because we could talk about from an entertainment standpoint, but what was, your, like, your first confirmation that your your styles, your, your, 
you know, the way how you fashion, you know, your touch has influenced the world. When was that moment like a confirmation that you got the touch? Hmm. I would say back when I was making shirts and I was backstage at a Travis Scott concert and the stylist had pulled him an outfit and he hated it. And then I happened to have a shirt with me that I had made and he was like, this is sick. And I was like, what? Like, this is sick for me. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, like, <laughs> what? Like, you're going to wear my shirt? And so he wore the shirt at the concert. And I was like, and he like wanted me to make him a bunch more. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm doing something right there, here. You know what I mean? And so I just kept kind of doing it. And that's how I kind of started my, my first fashion brand, which I, which kind of like got me where I was. You know what I mean? I just had been styling and had been um, dressing a lot of celebrities. So it was like really cool and fashion has always been kind of my thing. I kind of, I won like best dress and like best smile, I think. Best smile and best dress or something. Um, but it was, style is a way to like just show like who I am today. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So it's just like, and this whole quarantine thing I feel like has been kind of just like a wow. So I, the mask thing was really cool. How we, how we work as a team is really cool. And then how we were able to work so fast was even cooler. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't, I didn't expect it to be like that. So, yeah, the, the masks are really good. Like everybody loves them. Like they can't stop buying them just because the quality is really good. The quality is really good, and um, they're reusable, and it's just like a really good product. Like you know what I mean? It fits really well. It's I'm just really pleased with the actual product, and I feel like you have to be pleased with the product to kind of sell it. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, when you got the N95 mask on and it's giving you pimples and. You know, it's messing with the way how my beard grows. I'm not yeah. with that. And then, like, but at the same time, it's the most effective thing. People are breaking into people's cars over these masks, and it's crazy. And then, you know, you have all these new masks that do the same thing, and, you know, they're, they're stylish. They actually feel comfortable. It, it's, it's nice to my skin. I got to appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good to the skin. I would say that. Very good to the skin. It's not so, like, hot. It doesn't feel like... But it also is doing something. I love the quilt. It's like quilted. I'll send you a box. It's they're super good. Oh, yes. I would love it. My kids will love it. We will all be rocking it with expressions of style. <laughs> so you've seen the shows growing up hip hop. And I, you know, I like to take the that analogy and, you know, ask people that grew up in a household, what's growing up being, you know, rock star parents? You know, what's some things that like, you know, that is, you know, two stories that stick out in your minds like wow um i just remember being told as a kid like and i remember this like this is what i always wanted to do i always wanted to be on the stage and so i always wanted to i always asked hey can i go on the stage they would be like okay you can sit on this and i would just sit and watch the audience do you know what i mean and so what i would do my dad would have bubble gum on his stool and what i would do every concert was i would play hide and go seek with my um babysitter she would <laughs> And they would count, right? And I would run on the stage because every time I would just run on the stage. <laughs> so like, I just remember going and like grabbing a piece of gum and just running off. But like, that's not something everybody could say. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like really, that like resonated with me like a lot. Just seeing myself like as a little, with like huge, like things to protect my hearing. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to see, I just wanted to like be in it, you know? And so that was big crowds and then you know the crazy thing is that everyone watching is like are they playing hide and go seek are they really yeah, right <laughs> what is going on up there nobody knows what's going on there's 10 15 000 people out there in the crowds and they're like what is going on 
and yeah that's incredible yeah yeah I remember I like opened for my mom too a couple concerts that was really fun too but yeah definitely want to do that when I they gotta start ask, how long did it used to take the babysitter to find you did the concert start before before she could find you it, they, I mean, I, I would always be like in the same place, so it would take them like five minutes, five minutes probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't expect. I mean, once I did it like every day, they would kind of get it, but they would always try and avoid it, but it would always happen. <laughs> <laughs> it just always happened. It was like a thing I did all the time. <laughs> I gotta ask, I ask every guest this question. What's been some of the highs and lows of, you know, being in the industry? Um, some of the highs are, you know what I mean? Meeting people, collaborating with people that you never thought, just hearing that people like your content and want to collaborate with you. You're like, that's fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Like that feeling is like, wow, like awesome. That's like definitely a great factor. The factor of getting to know, you know, your fans and, and getting to know the business. And then some things that are just on the other end are sometimes maybe you know having to put up uh failures or having put, to put up with just criticism and stuff like that but it's all it's all part of the bag you know yeah oh yeah you know the bottom of the bag feels a certain type of way when you read comments so sometimes you just gotta overlook the comments oh oh sorry this is what's happening right now sorry. okay it's, it's i don't spiders <laughs> sorry um that's awesome. Out of nowhere, like literally, like <laughs> sorry. It's awesome. Sorry about that. Who cares? You know, it's warming up. The spiders are coming out. They're finding spots in the shade. Spiders love me, by the way. It's like fucked up, man. It's really fucked up, actually. The spiders. Uh, they be like fucking with me. Oh, and I think it's my this is my life right here, okay? What is happening? Like, he wasn't even outside with, with, with me. Like, literally. Kyle. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's awesome. Welcome to my life. <laughs> we laugh around here. I'm thankful my kids haven't busted in on me. Or, or my wife hasn't peeked her head in. Something I love about you and Kyle is that you guys are also an interracial inter, uh, couple. And, you know, my wife and I, my wife's black and, you know, my skin color is how I am, but I'm mixed. But, yeah, so we get a lot of judgment. And, you know, I've been loving seeing all the posts that, you know, you and Kyle have done because it inspires my wife and I as well. Oh, that's, that's so good. Thank you. That's so cool. Oh, real. Like, it's important to, you know, pass the flowers when it's needed because, you know, sometimes people will silence themselves when, you know, they're living a life that's happy. And yeah. it's important to embrace it and, you know, say something about it. Because at the same time, I don't know if you've experienced, but I've talked about it with Ryan Fest and a couple other people about it on the show that, you know, I experienced racism being white with my black wife and black people look at me different. And, you know, I got to give them love and try harder just because it's like I'm not like them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, this whole, this whole, I think what's going on right now and how people are coming together to make a change is definitely so cool. And I think that it's a change that has been needed to make. Do you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I think that what's going on in the world right now, I just find it so, it's so tragic what happened to every, to all those people. 
may they rest in peace. But I think it's something that definitely needed to be done. Do you know what I mean? It just, it was like something that had been shoved underneath the blanket so many times that it just needed this to be able to, do you know what I mean? It needed something. So I'm just really proud that everybody's come together so peacefully too. Do you know what I mean? O- over like this big, whenever in the beginning with a different group, whatever, what they were doing. But I would say that it, this year has been definitely like one for the textbooks, man. Absolutely. However, we could have our part in history. And, you know, I'm going to get down a little bit in my awareness segment. And, you know, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. I know we've been knacking at it, knacking at it just because one surrounding us everywhere we look. Like, you know, granted, you know, National Guard and the Army is out of L.A., uh, but, you know, it's still the presence of the mind that, you know, LAPDs, I like they have never been before. And, you know, it's, it's you know, we're, we're trapped to a degree. And, you Wanna- know, depression, you know, can definitely catch fire in some people's minds sometimes. And, you know, all we have to do is keep on focusing on the goal. You know, we want social equality. We want, you know, justice to be served. We want the police to be policed. And we don't Wanna- want the police to police them. We want, like, ACLU to police them. Someone yeah, we told them somebody- so but we'll get into that i know i keep on knacking at it and i promise we have a good segment and i'm gonna get to it but i just want to ask a little bit more because you know you vintage fashion is something i love and something you're great at and so i gotta ask you know what catches your attention when you see vintage fashion to to mix it around and you know make it stand out and you know Mm -hmm. i got in the do's and don'ts of it i think it's a lot of like trial and error trial and error do you know what I mean? And just kind of like willing to like wrapping with clothes, or you're trying to like yeah, like I, you know what I mean. I feel like with fashion, right. you can't. Right. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like you just got to keep doing it and keep going with it. And then if you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. You know what I mean? It's just something that I feel like just comes naturally to you. And so it's it's definitely something where I like to put my artistic, um, you know what I mean, b- behind. And so I love it. And it's definitely like something that I love to do. And so, yeah, I think that it's all about knowing your fashion sense and about like going for it and just kind of owning it. Do you know what I mean? You got to own it. You got to know what you're, you got to rock it, right? So it's all about the owning of it, I think. Two do's, two don'ts. One is own it. You know, what's the second do that you have to do? Um, Definitely be, be able to like be humble, like to be kind of like able to take criticism and and be able to roll with it or be able to you know what I mean hear that some people don't like your stuff or some people do like your stuff and kind of be able to mediate around it not get so down on yourself so how do you balance with owning it and dealing with criticism and you're stepping into a creative frame (sighs) (laughs) that was a great question I mean it's like I said like I feel like when when you're in it and you're owning it, whatever, you can't really get to into, when I say like when people are criticizing whatever, I mean like in general, but you know, you can't really give into like the hate because then again, it, it, it that's what they want. Do you know what I mean? You have to recognize what's wrong with what they're saying. You can't go yes. into the details of how they're presenting it, but pay attention to the words that they use. 100%. I'm sorry. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we got two do's. Give me two don'ts. Two don'ts. The don'ts are don't don't expect like don't expect something like it's all gonna be cookies and, and ice cream because it's not. And that, 
don't and then don't like I said don't be hard on yourself don't let the other people voice you I think it's really hard to have a voice it's really hard to be known what's said and just to come off authentic do you know be no, don't do something that you're not going to support 100 percent okay makes sense makes sense <laughs> Are there any like don't wear white after Labor Day? Is that still a real thing? I don't know. I never got that expression. You know what I mean? I actually was talking about that the other day. I actually was talking about it the other day, and I was like, that expression, like I just don't understand. I mean, I get it, but I get it, but I then again, I'm like, is that really like true? Like, do people really follow that? And so I don't know. You I tell me. After Labor Day, it rains, but you know, who knows? I never got, yeah, I never, I was actually talking about that the other day. <laughs> now you gotta work with an old school stylist so that you can get the details. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta, like I said, you gotta know what you want, be able, I think with style, it's so hard too, because you always have that idol, whatever, you always want to like them to like, be like, oh my God, your stuff's amazing, but you just gotta come off as authentic. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, it does, it translates. Come on, come on. Can you imagine? Yeah. What do you really like about clothes? Can you imagine? I would not have a show. Snoop Dogg would slap the shit out of me for doing this. <laughs> Bobby D would never ever let you know. Boy, I understand completely because one, you gotta it gotta fit you. The game has yeah. to choose you, and you gotta choose it at the same time. And you know, do everything you do like the culture. Clothes is a part of the culture, no matter what. Every detail. I love the story. Travis Scott was like, "My style has got it fucked up. I'm not wearing that." And then, yeah, <laughs> I got. This. Yeah, I was like, "Well, I got an extra shirt, actually." Okay, so, yeah, I was like, "Dope." Yeah. In reference to that moment, how important is rehearsing what you do before you do it? Like, you. Know, I think that's kind of the whole thing. I think that I think rehearsal is great. I think rehearsal is 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 what it is. You know what I mean? It's, it's a whole lot of and, and rehearsing is also a big thing in like what I do because I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll talk it out with myself. You know what I mean? I'll talk it out. I'll do it. I'll like do it a few times in my head. Kind of like what would happen if this happened? Kind of giving myself the A, B, D, C, E options because you, it, it's so, it's less scary first of all. And it, it makes you be like, oh, I've done this before. Whenever like it happens, you know what I mean? I feel like rehearsing is like so big you know, and, and everything. I would say rehearsal is kind of crucial. You know, it's important that a lot of people neglect that. They think like, you know, you're supposed to one take everything, improv. You know, some people have a gift to freestyle, but a lot of people have to, you know, paint a picture. They have to take the time to storytell. And, you know, it's and you have to rehearse those storytell moments. You know, yeah. not everything is, is just easy. And, you know, I feel like it's very important that one, I get someone of your stature, how important rehearsing is to you because you got to see your parents, you know, prepare for so much and their rehearsals. I mean, if anyone grows up or been around people that perform, the sound rehearsal is not that sound set is nothing to play with. Mm -mm. Nothing to play with. And it prepares you for anything else. If you're acting, you got to rehearse before you go on audition. If they give you your lines, boy, you got to, you know, impress. That moment of impression, yeah, that's where those words stick. But what you did during that time, they know the words. Yeah, they've heard it all. It's all about selling it and coming off as, yeah, you just got to do, do your 100%. Whenever I do an audition, I just think, would you want, like, your favorite director to see this? That's what I always think about. I'm like, is this the is this the tape that you would want the directors to see? 
Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, so I challenge myself a little bit. That takes that preparation here. See, a lot of people put themselves here not realizing if you prepare for here, when you get there, you're there, you're ready. You're ready, yeah. And you're separating yourself from the others. Yeah. Okay. Now, since I've had enough fun talking about entertainment, <laughs> I think we're ready to get serious. We've already been going serious here and there, here and there. And I have my awareness segment, and uh, it's about police interaction. And I ask every guest of mine, you know, about the last time when they were pulled over, when the red and blue lights hit, the high beam hits the back of your neck and see who else is in the car, and they leave it on when they pull you over, and you hear the blurt sound. And so I asked all my guests, when was the last time they were pulled over? And what's some advice they can give to, you know, anybody in the situation of police interaction while they're pulled over? When was the last time I was pulled over? Hmm. I, I, I haven't gotten pulled over recently, but I would say the last time I got pulled, oh yeah, the last time I got pulled over, um, I was driving and I didn't have my license on me. And so they were like, they had to detain me. And I didn't know what that meant. Okay. And I was like, wait, I was like detained. And I feel like I always kind of come off really kind of like, what? Whenever there's like a cop involved, just because it's like, you know what I mean? It's just smarter to do anyways, to play the dumb. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. And so I, I feel like I got out, I think I got out of that ticket, but I just think it's just about just, no, don't freak out. I feel like that comes off as kind of like to the cops, like bad, I guess. Because yeah. they could see that, you know, they're they're they've done this all day. They're kind of like picking and choosing, or like you know what I mean. They kind of do things. They know how to rile up a person, or kind of like if they are on drugs, they might see them like heart. They start sweating or whatever. But I would just say, just be calm, cool, and just kind of just follow what you have to do. I feel like we all have to follow, you know, what we have to do. Would you say not- that it's an importance of speeding up the process? Mm-hmm. Speeding up the process? Yeah, as in like, you know, less time with them as possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna try and draw it out, just try and knock it out. Less time is better. No, uh, I feel, you know, a big part of what we can do as a society is, is bring awareness. You know, knowledge is power, but when you use that knowledge, it's a superpower. And, you know, the more knowledge we can have in a situation of one, how to act around the police when we're interacting with them, is very important, you know, it, it causes a separation of a little bit of calmness with them as well, because they're coming on alert, whatever they're so happy that they have a reason to pull you over, because, you know, legally they're allowed to lie to, and pull you over. They can say whatever they want, just to, to cause and see whatever they want. It's, you know, there's no first rule out here, so they can, you know, lie. And it's just so important that we always keep the awareness, no matter who the voice is, you know, if they can get some type of knowledge, and, you know, it's very important, concrete, collective on how you interact with them because that will definitely create a distance of, you know, someone going real bad and, and something going real quick. 100%. Okay, now, since we had our serious moment, we've been digging at, <laughs> we're gonna have a little fun. And okay. I got this segment called Trading Places. And okay. it's like the Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy movie, you know, they wake up and their lives have changed. And I take two iconic people and we swap them. And so for you, I got Leonardo DiCaprio trading places with Kanye West. And so what is the, okay, go on. Will it work? Can you see Kanye West trading places with Leonardo DiCaprio? And can you see Leonardo DiCaprio trading places with Kanye West? 
I, I would say probably no. I would say I wouldn't see them either one of them kind of. So I feel like that's kind of like left and right. I would I would say of the spectrum right there. Do you know what I mean? I feel like first of all, Kanye is kind of like known for being Kanye. Obviously, we know, we have our Kanye moments. We love a Kanye. Um, but then Leonardo DiCaprio is so like the books actor. Do you know what I mean? It's like so different of a spectrum. So I don't know if they could. I feel like Kanye would want to switch places with Leonardo DiCaprio. I feel like that's something he would do. But I just don't see that ending up good at all. I don't see Kanye. Leonardo DiCaprio wanting to be a billionaire. I mean, when it well, that's I mean, when you when it comes to money, absolutely sure. But I'm saying that I thought you meant the places. Like, no, like I'm just saying all all things come into play. This is no holds bar. Whatever you want to think, if you know, if you think that Leonardo DiCaprio would like to be with Kim K and I'm Kanye, I'm just this hypothetical brother, hypothetical. And you know, that could be a reason. Or you know, if you can see Leonardo DiCaprio wanting to to you know do do a uh, 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 what's uh, it called? Call this hey. dropout over, you know? Like, can you see uh, Kanye West redoing uh, Catch Me If You Can and how he would probably put a spin to it because it's him? Yeah, I just don't see it happening, but like, it would be interesting. <laughs> I would definitely pay to see it, okay? You could count me. Go ahead, I'll buy a ticket, but I don't know, man. I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> If it does, I swear to God, I'll be like. <laughs> but we could both agree. We could see Leonardo DiCaprio hanging out with sure. Donald Trump. Making out with Donald Trump? No, hanging out. <laughs> oh, hanging out. I was like. Oh, no, oh, that's, that's real left wing with it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I got one more uh, segment here, and you know, it goes along with everything we're doing. It's Impulse Q&A, where I got questions on cards, and they're like from a fan perspective. The idea is you gotta answer three questions. If you don't like the question, it's okay, just say pass. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Question number one. What's something that you've never been able to do well? Hmm. Like I've never been able to do well. I would say I've never been able to like skateboard or to ski or to like snow. I feel like I've been really terrible at that. And I feel like every time I've tried, it's been terrible. So that's something I've never been able to do with nothing with like using that technique technique. I've never been able to do anything like that. <laughs> Have you ever broke a bone? No. See, it's wise enough to stay away from it. I tried and tried and then I broke my wrist. And then I was like, I'll never do it again. There you go. Question number <laughs> If everything in your house had to be one color, what color would you choose? If everything in my house had to be one color, what color would I choose? That's crazy. I've never been asked. Um, <laughs> uh, definitely like a neutral color, probably. Neutral. For sure. I feel like it's that's always me kind of just everything kind of um not like white because when I say white, it's very like eggshell white. It's more of like a I don't know what the right word is for this exact color, but it's like like a pearl white? Yeah, no, not pearl. It's more of like um 
just like a neutral off-white color, but it's white. Think on the on the on the lines of white. But I feel like my house is just kind of white, like in general. But it's like off-white. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's it's like called something else. It's like not white. It's like something. I just can't think of the word. I think you're probably the first person to ever say off-white. I would have my house off-white. Off-white. That's cool though. I would have my house off-white. That's kind of dope. Hey, you said I'm it. Spitting, I'm, I'm spinning bars, man. Kanye, <laughs> I'm coming for you. See? See, y'all gonna have to do some music. Question number three. If you could jump into a pool full of something, what would it be? Probably water. Not money? Oh, duh, but I mean, yeah, like money, but I mean, like in general, okay, yeah, money, for sure, money. Oh, no, you already said water. Like, you know, if I was a genie and these were your three, you know, you'd have water there and I'd have laughed the whole way going back into the, uh, into the little, uh, vase. Right? But if you're, if you're thinking that big, yeah, hell yeah, money, all day. I bathe in money, so, you know, it's no different. <laughs> All right, bonus question, bonus question. Just because you answer all three questions and then pass. All right. What is the worst ingredient to fill a burrito with? Should I pass? Is that Was that what I was supposed to do? <laughs> is, is, did, did I win? No. <laughs> so was I supposed to pass? You'd be the first person to ever pass on a bonus question because you didn't pass on the other question. Oh, I thought that was like a trick question. Okay, I thought I won right there. Um... What's the worst thing to put in a burrito? Money. <laughs> Whoa, okay? Whoa, I just did that, okay? Yeah, that would be gross. That. You flipped that. She said, I went from jumping into a pool of water to a pool of money and never put money in a burrito. Bang. You never want to eat your money, dude. You know? Well, if you're going to eat money, it better be extravagant and exquisite. Like It better know. be that, like, that crazy money, man. Yeah. I don't know. The grossest thing in a burrito? I don't know. Any kind of... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to stick to my answer. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you survived my three segments, my awareness segment. You jumped through my trading places segment. And, you know, you got through my impulse Q&A. And as a reward, you know, is there anything you want to promote? Anything that you're excited about coming out? You know, what's... Just my masks, I think that's kind of my thing right now. Just my masks are really kind of like what I'm doing. So you guys want to know about them, uh, Guilty Minds Clothing, um, or you can find them on my Instagram. And where can they follow you at? Hana, H-A-N-A, Geraldo, G-I-R-A-L-D-O, on all spectrums, all platforms. There it is. There it is. If you notice my show, it's been different. It's been unique. I try to stick to like, you know, how the other shows do things because you got to have some type of segments and so I got to do that. But I'm like, how do I stay outside the group and, you know, stick to that same energy and close out my show? And, you know, I had that aha moment. My viewers knows it's coming because I'm going to hit you with it. You got any questions for me? Yeah. Um, what was what was your biggest stumble in 2020? Whoa. Whoa. Uh, the biggest stumble. Shoot. 
it was all in like one day. My father. Right? I feel like the same. My it all happened father, in one like, day. Like passed away, and then on the day to bury him, our account went like super negative. There was a lien on our account, and then the very next day I had to do a video shoot, and didn't know how I was gonna get to that. The whole household was upside down, and you know my my wife's father just we just buried him. It was just a lot. Oh man, I'm sorry. It was like the first or second week of January, and that's how 2020 really started off for us. You know, it, it was a smacking like you know reality of like you know what what's to come and instead of folding during that time, you know, you sort of fight the pressure of like battling things and meeting it head on and amazing things happen. And, you know, I got to give 100, all 100%. You got to be able to just kind of keep on, keep it on, even though it sucks, but it's just, you got to get through it, you know, staying positive. That's it. You know, keep your eye at the end of the tunnel. Cause if you don't, you allow darkness to get in your sight. I on the prize. <laughs> you lose the sight on the prize. You're absolutely right. It's Contrast Uncut. It's season two, episode 25. Man, big shout outs to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D Presents. I appreciate you, brothers. I wouldn't be able to do incredibly dope stuff like interview Hannah Gerardo and talk about some of the amazing things that happened in her career and, you know, growing up in a rock star lifestyle. And you know, jumping in a pool of water, turning into money, and never putting money in a burrito. You know, all these amazing things. <laughs> I'm just, you know, summing up some of the fun parts. But no, for, seriously, thank you for coming on the show and shedding the light and talking about a whole bunch of serious topics and you know, sharing your history. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Juan Geraldo. Shout out to Contrast Uncut. Um, Woohoo! And shout out to Snoop's Army and Bobby D. Hey. Boom. There we go.